The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Take your leadership to the next level. It's time for the Foundational Missions Leadership Moment with Scott McClelland of FX Missions. Hi, Scott McClelland, and I'm here with your FX Missions Leadership Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you being with us today. And we're also excited to be joined by Mike Collins. Mike, good day to you. Or should I say good evening? Yeah, it is actually evening, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is a little here. Still a lot of Texas sun to be spent before it goes down. But I appreciate you joining me for the Leadership Moment podcast. And thanks also for you and Stacy joining me a little while back. We recorded a upcoming missions podcast from the forefront that'll be airing downrange. So we're looking forward to hearing you guys on that as well. But tonight we're talking about the subject of leadership, just trying to get some perspective from you about leadership, something you've learned, something you have observed, or something about your personal perspective when it comes to leadership and being a good example. So thanks for joining us around this subject. The floor is yours, Mike. What would you like to say when it comes to the subject of leadership? Maybe it would be useful to provide a little background on myself. And I'm actually educated as an engineer. I work for a major chemical company on the Gulf Coast of Texas and have been in management and middle management kind of positions, which involves being a manager of different individuals, as well as been involved with some ministry in my church and providing some leadership in some of the programs we do there. And so I got a little bit of background in leadership and has some training in the topics. One of the things that I've learned over the years is to really understand the personality of different individuals. Mm. You know, there's basically four types of individuals. There's one person who really wants to get to work and don't want to waste any time chit-chatting or getting to know each other. They would just like to know what the issue is and move on. There's another type of person who really couldn't do anything unless they had time to talk about how the family is and how their kids are and get connected on a personal level, because until they do that, there's not much that they can really accept from uh, handling problems and accepting a vision from the leadership. Uh Then there's people who come from a position of really thinking about what's in it for me. They really need to understand how is this going to affect me? Am I going to be secure and safe and whatever's going to be coming through, what we're going to be doing? And then the last person is like me, is the analytical type, who really wants to know what the data is. They're very data-driven, wants to see exactly how things work. And so understanding the personality of the individuals you're dealing with really makes a big difference. The other thing is, is that culture along with that, can make a pretty big influence as well. You know, in the U.S. and the Western world here, we're very guilt and innocence-based. We ought to understand sin and being forgiven of our sins 
and how important that is. But about two thirds of the world is really based on a honor culture, the honor and respect. And so you've heard of people talking about honor killings. Well, they can justify that because bringing dishonor is a huge thing. And so mm. they have a very different perspective on how you look at things and understanding people who come from those cultures are, are important. And then there's a minor third type of culture in the world that comes from a position of power and fear. And so it's very important to understand sort of the background and the personality of the people that you're dealing with. And just to give you an example, I know a lot of people out there are parents and they're parents of multiple kids. One thing I think everyone has learned is you can't really deal with each child exactly the same. You have to be a little bit different on how you deal with these different kids because they have different personalities. They have different ways that they relate. Some parents have kids that they really can connect and click with. And sometimes they have to work a lot harder to be able to connect to the other kids just because they see things in different ways. Right. And when I think about Jesus's example, I think he has the perfect example of being able to meet people where they were at so that he could relate to them be able to speak to them so that they could understand where he was coming from and where he could connect to them. The perfect example is the woman at the well. Their society said that they should not even relate at all, but yet he was able to meet her right where she was and be able to speak in her life. And even in Paul's example, he said, you know, I become all things to all people. So he himself was willing to be flexible to be able to deal with people with the backgrounds that they had and the belief system that they have and to meet them where he could speak into their lives from that position. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really good ability to have, but it takes a lifetime to even get close to perfecting it. You know, I don't know that anybody <laughs> ever really perfects it. Right, right. That's true. The real key is to make people that you're leading feel comfortable so that they can accept the message that you're trying to give in being the leader when you have that kind of a connection, then you need to be careful to define the vision of where you're trying to get to and what you want to get to. Be able to explain the expectations of what needs to happen, what they need to do, what you need to do, what you can provide, and then work together to decide what, how are we going to define success? How do we know that we did good in whatever we're going to be doing at the task that we're trying to accomplish or achieve? A lot of times, if you don't ever define what success looks like, then you can spend a lot of time on activities, but you really don't know whether those activities are getting you to where you want to be in the long run. Wow. I think we see that a lot of times. People are just happy to be a part of something that's going on. Maybe they don't ask themselves or ask those they're interacting with, hey, where are we headed? Or if we do what we're setting out to do, what's it going to look like, like you're saying? So I have observed that. And I think that in a lot of cases, that's just a shipwreck waiting to happen there <laughs> when we're, you know, it's good to be connected and it's good to be, uh, have a comfortable environment for interaction. But those last three pieces that you mentioned, a clearly expressed vision expectations or common expectations and a definition of success. That's the part sometimes I think that we're not clear enough about in advance, or sometimes we don't think about it. We are just happy to be around this person or involved in what that person's doing. And 
that stuff sneaks up on us later. I'm guessing you've seen that throughout your time and uh, the variety of leadership responsibilities you've had. Exactly right. And and I think about leaders that I've had, the ones who really explain those three items give me a level of comfort where I feel like we're really making some progress. Mm. I've had leaders at times where we're doing things, but you really wonder, are we really achieving the goal that we're set out to do? It seems like we're spending a lot of time and a lot of activities, but you don't know whether you're really moving forward or just kind of marking time where you are. Mm. And another thing that when I think about leaders that I have appreciated and I'm fortunate and blessed right now to have one that really fits this bill well, is that they're people of transparency, that they're willing to open up and tell you really what they're thinking, where they're coming from, a person of honesty that you can really trust them. And quite often that is reflected in the fact that they're willing to admit that they make mistakes. You know, mm. it really makes me nervous if I'm around someone, particularly my leader, who is never willing to admit that they make mistakes because then you're always wondering if something happens or they're going to try and blame it on me, right? <laughs> and so being willing to admit mistakes and take responsibility is important. You know, that leads to keeping commitments and maintaining a consistent message with that follow-up are the characteristics that I've really appreciated in leaders that I've had and with the leader that I have right now. I'm writing feverishly here, and I've got a page full of notes here. I think I might have missed one point you made in terms of I heard it, but I didn't get it written down. This is incredible, the kind of this overview of leadership that you're giving us. And I think from your analytical background, you're super well prepared here. I'll have to ask for the notes next time in advance. So I won't be uh, trying to write everything down exactly the same time I'm trying to talk through it. But the transparency and honesty and admission of mistakes and the keeping of commitments and being reliable, I think, is something you were saying. Right. Even though you didn't mention that word, that word comes to mind. Leadership is about relationships, and the tools that you're giving us here are a way to protect and maintain and keep healthy relationships. I think that's something that I'm observing in what you're saying. As we're running out of roadway here, as we're running out of time, what would you like to say sort of to close it up here in terms of leadership and anything else you'd like to express? I think the reason that these leadership principles and characteristics are important is because when we all do ministry, we will get put in a leadership position. You may not be the pastor of a church, but you're going to be asked to lead some type of activity or program or a group of people. And all these characteristics really go to make that ministry more effective. So I think it's important Mm -hmm. for us to think about these and think about how we can put them into practice to make the ministry more effective. Absolutely. I think it's important You've given us a lot of stuff here. I'm going to be mulling over this. We'll have some of your contact information here available if someone wants to ask you a question or a point of clarification. You're talking about style and particularities of personality and such. And then you're also talking about the content of character. Right. This is a a very broad, I can't see how you got this done. And in the few minutes we've had together here, but this is extremely broad. And each point that you've illuminated to us, we could dig into it on its own. There's a lot of opportunity for depth of study there and digging in. So I really appreciate you giving us this overview. 
It is uh, high quality, and I, I'm I've got like I said a whole page full of notes here with all the things that were bullets from what you said. Really appreciate that. If we can be praying for you downrange, what would you ask us to stand with you for? And then we'll close it out here. I think in the near term, the permits that are going to be required for us to get to Tanzania is the process mm-hmm. that we're in right now. So uh-huh. prayer for that. And then also just other doors of opportunity that would need to be put in place for us to get on the mission field in February 2019. Right. February 2019 coming up quickly. You and uh, Stacy are headed for Tanzania. There's an upcoming podcast before your arrival, but closer to the time where you'll be uh, getting into some detail with us about your mission and how you come to that point and what you guys are anticipating from the Lord. So thank you very much for being with us, Mike. Really appreciate it here on the Leadership Moment from FX Missions. We'll put some of the contact information you said to use into the show notes. Thanks again for being here. You bet. My pleasure. If you'd like to contact me or us, please do so at info at fxmissions.com. I'm Scott McClellan for your FX Missions Leadership Moment. And until next time, have a good This Leadership Moment was produced in partnership with Engaging Missions. Have your leadership question answered by contacting Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit FX Missions to learn more about how you can grow your leadership and engage in missions. Visit engagingmissions.com for encouragement, insight, and resources from missionaries, ministry leaders, and church planters.